God bless you. You just sneezed. <laughs> I didn't hear it. But yeah. we hot. We here. It's the table better than motherfucking cable. It's the roundhouse round table. It's me and Monty T, and we got B in the building, and we here to talk about it. We got a no cap recap. It's been a fun fight week, so we're gonna talk about PFL. Yes, one championship and Bellator. So y'all know how we do it. Let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort. I admire. You're higher than the girlfriends at this point. Oh my god, my circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit in their voice than hearing them think on their voice. We already have one championship went off like as advertised we got a few we want to talk about so we're going to get into it no cap right. recap one the first one is adam weight muay thai bout it was you versus davina and they were just kicking the shit out of each other i loved it got some nice kicks to the chest and she ended up with a tko in the third round you ended up winning mm-hmm. and yeah that was nice to see and yeah. then it, okay. go ahead i was going to the next one. Oh, i was gonna say yeah like both of them were one of those Muay Thai badasses. They weren't from Thailand. So it was just like, just to see them have, like, go after it like that and have all that extra aggression, like mm-hmm. like a spirit of the people of Thailand. Like, it's dope. It's dope to see how people embody, like, Muay Thai. Yeah. All right. The next one is a Bantamweight Muay Thai bout. This one's Tyson versus Rambo. And this is, to me, this was like a back and forth one. But in the third round, Tyson got the better of him and it with a hook to the body. Body shots is killing them people all day. People be sleep on the body because you guard in your face, your body's open. You guard in your body, your head's open. Yeah. Then KO. And <laughs> KO City. Then, yeah. then KO. <laughs> yep. He, I think he got knocked down twice right yeah. before right before the ref stopped it. But he got up both times and the ref still stopped it because you know he was seemed a little disoriented. But Tyson Harrison put those fucking hands on him. He's a puncher, for real. Like, Tyson yeah. Harrison, he's doing his thing. Next, this is the strawweight Muay Thai bout. This is Pong Siri versus Petty Tong. And this was a round one KO. I always <laughs> love to see it. Yeah. Always love to see it. He was not expecting it and ended up being knocked out flat on his ass real quick. Didn't even get a chance to warm up. That's fucking and it'd be like that especially like if people know that you're not like a fast starter then they're gonna take Mm -hmm. advantage of that hit the motherfucker he caught him he caught him with the left too yeah so them left hands be just pulling up you don't even know them shits be just pulling up they do yeah there's one more so this was uh happy walk versus et and this mm-hmm. was a catch weight bout, 130, Muay Thai, and he caught him with a flying knee. And E.T. ended up winning with yep. that flying knee. Just knocked yep. him out cold. Yep, he phoned home. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, all right. His name all is right. E.T. He, if, if it's, it ain't, it, it, okay, well, he gave some good entertainment tonight. <laughs> That's what the E.T. stand for, entertainment tonight. You know what? 
Round one KO though. Shout out to shout out to ET though. He really he really got it done. <laughs> shout out ET, his name's ET. It's crazy with numbers in his name too. It's crazy. Yeah, T dead nine nine. Like they Thailand is like that. It's like that. And I think sometimes when they use like the nines and the numbers, I think sometimes that's the sound that's in their name when they put it in English. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I want I wonder what that sound like though. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Please don't do it. Please don't. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. Thank you. Though I want to. Please don't. I'm not going to. Appreciate you. That was one championship. It was a. It was a cool ass fight weekend. There's so much more coming, especially next weekend. Oh, we in Bellator with it. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, I told you the ones I want to already talk about. I'm setting the stage. Okay. Gome versus James and Kat Zuganu versus McCourt and. We're going to get into it, but that was the main and the co-main. It went off. It was a great event. It was a good fight night. Yeah. And a lot of new faces. Yeah. And looking to see more fights from them. You know what yeah. I mean? All right. All right. First, there's a Henderson versus Stiller. This is, was a strawweight bout. This was Stiller's first MMA match, and she came out with the armbar victory. The way she was transitioning through her jujitsu moves, she was very flowy, not forcing it. And she ended up with the arm bar. She was able to capitalize on Henderson turning over and got that arm. It was good to go home. Shout out to Mackenzie Stiller, though, on the big W, round one. Nice big W. Yeah, yeah, because they set the tone for the night. Yeah, and it's just like you're going to have to train twice as twice as much as that. Yeah. Because now they, they see you as a finisher off of one fight, so now they're trying to put a one on it. Yeah, you don't. You the one they trying to put a one on now, so they looking for you. Yeah, so be ready. <laughs> Stay dangerous. <laughs> that's, Stay dangerous that's, at all times. That's what it is. All yeah. right, the, the next one is Brandon versus San Diego, and this was a win by submission. This was a featherweight bout. Featherweight's coming through. He had a clear rear naked under the neck. He was not going to be denied today. And there was a lot of face cranking going on. People just didn't care. They was just trying to get the finish. So just squeezing with all they might. But this one was clear under the net. So shouts yeah. out to him. And, and I think like cranks happen so much because like people be like so close to somewhat knowing the techniques and just trying to modify shit to get to where they can get. And plus, uh, if you could face crank in there, like shit, why not? There's one dude in the PFL. He actually talked about face cranking. Before he went out on his match, he was like, well, Khabib can get a face crank. Why can't I get a face crank? He went out there and got a face crank. He's like, if I don't need it to get under the chin, I can just squeeze with all my might. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do to get the finish. Mm-hmm. And it worked out for him. So yep. next. We're talking about Jeff Creighton versus Joey, Joey Davis. This was a welterweight bout. Davis, he's been out away. His team had high hopes for him. The MMA team had high hopes for him but he seemed a little timid coming out he was undefeated prior to this night he was defeated this night he wasn't engaging he wasn't active he was just trying to wrestle and hold and not really do anything with it so I'm hoping he takes this opportunity to learn from it and go back and perfect this craft because he is a finisher he can get the job done I just don't he couldn't get it going that night yeah and that happens from when the person who's on the other side not letting them get started. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they had like super high hopes for him and all that stuff, but Jeff Creighton, he's he a did. dog though. Jeff Creighton is a dog, so 
that's why I like I kind of knew how that one was going to go. Well, you know, they matched that one up pretty good, I guess. I don't know. I was mm-hmm. I was wishing a lot more movement and just he barely threw anything. Even when he had him on the ground, there was no ground and pound. There was no stand up. I don't know if he just thought it was the old was Bellator. Control. Yeah, I don't like yeah, back in the day you can win off of control. Yep. Now <laughs> you need to do damage to win as we seen with Stout and what it what it was that other dude's name starts with the S. He thought he won. Some judge did give him all rounds for the control, but he didn't do anything with it. So if you're not doing anything with it, you have to analyze why are they trying to take me down in the first place? Mm-hmm. That you know, you have to start basing it off of that. And because yeah, you're controlling me, but there's nothing else happening. There's no progression, there's no ground and pound, there's no submission attempts, there's mm-hmm. nothing happening. Okay, next one is a women's featherweight bout. It was Sorensen versus Collins, and Collins ended up with the win, round one. She got the arm bar due to leg, which is one of my specialties that Armani has PTSD from. But, uh, you know, she just kept adjusting the arm. What the fuck did that have to do with anything? <laughs> it was a stretch. That didn't have it nothing. Was a stretch. They didn't have nothing to do with nothing. You got PTSD from uh, that move. Uh, you, but, you had to do. See, you had to put my business right. out there. Yeah, whatever. It's out there. So yeah, so Sarah Collins, she kept adjusting the arm uh, because of before she was she was getting ready to transition into an omoplata, but that wasn't available. So she just kept adjusting her hips and her legs to get the arm bar from her legs and got the tap successfully. So shouts out to Sarah Collins on that win. All right. Mike Hamill <laughs> versus Nick Brown. Brownie. <laughs> All right. 42 motherfucking seconds. Head kick. Round Head one. shot dead. Yes, he Round was gone. It, he was out of there. It, it was just yeah. clean. It was nice. Yeah, it's like, hey, you if you're not a fast starter, then you better learn to be one. You got to do something. People want to try to exploit that every single time. And then it's almost like when the people try to exploit that, they might not get you out of there. But mm. then you starting pretty much halfway damaged because yeah. you had to defend all this shit because you're not a fast starter. Yeah. Plus get caught with a few of them. So, yeah. you know, yes. there's fast starter training. It's called it's called just get jumped. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not what that is. Getting jumped will teach you how to be a fast starter. All right. That's but that I, that, that is that is that is just creative coaching. So okay, okay. All right. <laughs> so next 42 seconds though. Shout out Mike Hamill on getting it done. Uh, next is a heavyweight bout Christian Edwards versus Raheem Cleveland. And this was Christian Edwards' debut into heavyweight. He was looking good. He was definitely winning these rounds before this standing guillotine happened. He did not expect it. He left that neck out there trying to wrestle. And this was like Cleveland's lifeline to win the match. And he made it work for himself. Edwards did act like he didn't tap, argue with the ref about it. But once they did the replay, it was clear as day that he tapped. Like, dude, that was a tap. He even waited for the ref to, you know, acknowledge the tap. And just waiting for him to come back from being choked, you know, allowing the oxygen to come back to his brain. But he looked like he didn't disagree until like maybe like a minute later. (laughs) It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So Rakeem pulled out the Hail Mary and it worked for him. Yeah, like people can't like y'all can't do that with that tapping shit. Like if you if you even if you get away with it and you get that W, like 
that's something like that's always gonna be argued down forever for the rest of you. Like, yeah, you get that check right there, but now your your like integrity as a fighter is in question. Yeah. So it's just like when it comes to them looking to make big fights or make a big name or mm-hmm. try to build you up with fans and shit, they ain't going because it's like that's the dude that fake tap. Like he he's he sneaky snake type yeah, vibe. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be on the opposition every time, you know, if they, you know, so either get used to being booed or don't fake tap. <laughs> that could go all that could go deep into that. Because it's people that respect the respect the craft so much that like it's a reason why tapping is the the small little thing that you need to do to to end the match or to get yourself out. Yeah, that, that type of shit that should be personal to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep do. I'll hold them. <laughs> okay, that that right. looked like a real tap. Just be stubborn, man. <laughs> Just be stubborn. All right, next is a lightweight feature bout. This was Kogan versus Montalvo. Both of these guys were undefeated, so somebody somebody had to lose. Somebody had to take that, you know, get that one on it. And in this case, it was Montalvo who had to get that one put on it. And he just, he got knocked out with the hands, you know, they didn't take too much time to fill each other out and good thing for that. So shout out to to Kogan on this win. It was a big win for him because as I said, both of them were undefeated and they both come from really good camps. So they have the right people in their corners to take their careers far. Seeing a lot of good lightweight fighters, like a lot of them, like, cause you know how we normally be talking about like Bantamweight. Like mm-hmm. Bantamway always going crazy, but Lightway always got dogs. All right, next is Salter versus Jeffrey. You know, Salter played it safe. He did what he needed to do to get this W. He he hung on this man back. He put him <laughs> on the ground. He did minimum ground and pound, but enough not to get lifted up, you know, mm-hmm. not to, to get repositioned. He did what he needed to do to go out on his high horse, and that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, I know it's not the most entertaining fight, but he retired after this fight and, and good on him that he was able to retire with a W yep. off of somebody who's up and coming. That is a force to be reckoned with if you don't know how to control him. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to have those smart fights and this worked out for him and Jeffrey's going to have to definitely go back and work on some other things because it only gets worse the closer yeah. you get. Yeah, like so where he just he just faced a whole bunch of experience, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just what that's what got him out. That's what you know got them the unanimous. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like those guys gonna have that experience plus plus that youth with them that's gonna keep them up there with those techniques and that technique's gonna stay longer because yep. he's not tired. Right. Next we got Kat Zanganu versus Leah McCourt. You nannies, big W. The grappling was so elite. They need to do a breakdown of that fight just because it's so much technique that was used inside of it. Kazanganu clearly was like more advanced with the jujitsu, but at the same time, it's just like to see her match up with somebody who somewhat has good jujitsu and how she just has another step ahead every time Mm -hmm. and then adding the strikes with it as well. She just looks super efficient. Like she's been there before, you know. Yeah. She's she's she she's a problem. Yeah. yeah. What I don't understand from Leah is she was doing very well in a stand up, and I think this is where it comes to people' pride and egos, where you try to beat them on their turf. 
and she just kept trying to take Cat down, and it was a bad idea. Cat had great reversals. She was capitalizing. She was doing damage where she could, which is why I think Cat Zingana won off of this because she had the most damage off of this. But it was a really good match to watch because of the back and forth that happened. The escapes, the technique that was being used was wonderful. But I think Leah would have been more successful had she stayed on the feet a lot longer. It seemed like Cat started to see her, you know, like started to be able to read her stand up a little bit more. And then she was landing more. And then that's when she get caught up into the stand-up and get taken down. Great takedowns, great entries. Yes. Like so beautiful. It was good to see her move like that and and yeah. really put on a display of jujitsu and and that's why she still got the name. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's 40. She's 40. She's out here doing she's it big. She is still moving. She's still a force to be reckoned with. And she's still out here hungry. So yeah, she's about to get somebody built. But it's somebody belt. Yeah, we're gonna see about it. Next, we got Daniel James versus Marcelo Gome. Daniel James came through with the big KO round three. His legs was not gonna carry him any further. It was not about to happen for him. But that's why I'm so glad that he got <laughs> he made it happen right right then and there because it's like when you see somebody fight and you see them somewhat winning or but they're about to go out because it's like their knee or something. You want them to go out on their shield and, and win. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. You know what I mean? Like he threw caution to the wind and he knew he had to, he had to finish the fight. And that's what he did. He just kind of, he stepped in and, and it was a mean ass uppercut that he sequenced in with his combo that really got gone wobbled. Yeah. Cause gone was his, his whole thing was to be close in a clinch, take him down because he didn't want to experience James' power, because Gome doesn't have the power, the same power as James does. And he had great advice from his corner right before he went out there was let the hands go. And once he let mm -hmm. his hand go, it was done and it was over. So you can't be afraid to let the hands go. B is too smart and calculated with it, obviously, but at this point, his legs were fucked. They were done. So yeah. he just went in just blazing. To me, yeah. that's how he should have started, honestly. But you know, he's definitely going to have to work on his cardio and, and checking those leg kicks because once people see an area of weakness, they're going to exploit it. So, yeah. And I would I would like to give his cardio props, actually, because to pull out that flurry at the at the end of a third from a heavyweight, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot and still got and got the finish. Yeah. So shout out yeah, to his, Daniel his James. uppercuts mean. Crazy. Uppercuts is crazy. But next, we got the PFL. About to talk about it. They got this tournament that they got going on. It's crazy. Uh, it's people from the UFC. It's people from Bellator. It's people from all over the place. And they try and get a million dollars. The way it's looking right now is everybody trying to keep it light. They're trying to finish their fights early. They try not to hurt themselves or the person as they fighting as much. It seemed like it. That's what it seemed like a little bit during this, but Impa Consonagay versus Corey Hicks, that one was unanimous decision. Impa showed what he always shows is like pretty much a solid fighter, mm -hmm. but his skills are now elevating more. And I think that he got so much flack for that Joaquin Buckley kick when he held the leg and, you know, the big kick that Joaquin Buckley blew up off of, that was Impa, you know, and Impa, he's still a solid fighter getting W's, Corey Hendricks. Shout out to Impa. 
Yeah, he was very he's dominant. Going, and, keep and your he head was up. a dog. He was a dog in this fight. And I he's still showing people that he still got it. And he's carrying the weight very well. He looks phenomenal. For sure. Like when he going up in weight, like he looked like that's where he belonged. Mm-hmm. For real. Like he can like he can eat sandwiches and stuff now. Like he All wants right. to. Bill Vieira. So that's like heavyweights. They're here to put a stamp on it. They're here to show you that they want that million dollars and they're not trying to play no games about it. They're not trying to play it safe. They're trying to get it. They're trying to put themselves in the best position possible at the top of the rankings and just go from there. They moving like they they they're just big middleweights. Like they are fast. They mm-hmm. they got a lot of movement. Grappling's good. 205 is doing their thing. Yeah. Hamlet versus Fockerty. Hamlet yeah. is the one who said Khabib uh, can get a face crank. Why can't I? <laughs> he, he's working with Khabib, and he came in and got the face crank and shot up there one or two and the rank is point-wise. But he wanted to beat Silviera's time in the first round for the submission. So he came out hot and on fire <laughs> and ready to go. And he got it done, though. He came out like he was. he's on a mission, and he is. He's on a mission to win that million dollars. I want to see them two go at it, honestly. Like, who about to face crank? Who, who, who going to get out of that first? Two face crank and submission. <laughs> Somebody got to go. Next, we got Bubba Jenkins versus Chris Wade. First, let me say this. Like, why is Bubba Jenkins and Chris Wade the first fight on the main card? Like, the only reason why I ain't going to say they, they should have been main event is because they don't got the belt. However... Bubba Jenkins and Chris Wade should have been the co-main event, at least. But I don't know what y'all got going on. Y'all put Rob Wilkinson and Tiago Santos and see how that went. Names bring the numbers. Names bring the... Yeah, those names. Bubba Jenkins versus Chris Wade. Bubba Jenkins came through with the W, dominant W. Yes. Unanimous decisions. Unanimous. Yeah. And it's like he went back and watched that video probably literally a million times or that last fight a million times. And corrected every single mistake. That is clearly what that looked like. He was super dominant. And it looked like he went and added more to his arsenal. It looked like he's trying to get some submissions in there. Because he was definitely hungry for the rear naked choke. But I don't like how they was trying to play him. Saying it was a knee to the head. When it was clearly to the sternum. And that should have been a TKO. I'm 100% sure that should have been a TKO. Because it took him minutes to recover. While they were reviewing the film for four minutes and he, yeah. he's over there breathing hard trying to get his life back together he had plenty of time to recover he clearly could not get up and the theatrics of his mouthpiece coming out he's throwing his head around even with the eye poke that was a knuckle like he's just being super dramatic about it like no motherfucker you're losing that's what yeah, it that's, is that's that's what that emotion you're feeling is. exactly you're not coming you're not bouncing back from this either you're about to take this l so to me this should have been a tko and round one and yeah. he should have had six points leading the the featherweight division right now yeah. well at least second place or number one but round one yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say he should have been leading it but yeah that was that was kind of messed up but he still got the w shouts out to him investing in himself and continuing to get better and not get complacent exactly so it's awesome. That last one with him and Wade, it was so close and, and it was so competitive. Chris Wade was just beating him at every stop almost, you know. Yeah. He, he got out of a lot of stuff. It, it was kind of back and forth, yeah, but at the same time, Chris Wade was controlling it and making it happen. This time, Bubba Jenkins didn't let him get no time. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was on his ass the whole time. Like, 
Literally. Shout out to Bubba Jenkins on the W, getting it done, though. You nannies. Damn, 3027. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Will Fleury versus Kritsov Jocko. Split decision for Will Fleury. I don't know what's going on with these UFC guys. With these former UFC guys, like, they they trying to, it's almost like they proving the point as to why they not in the UFC no more. I'm not getting it. It's just like it's a new promotion. So I don't know if if some guys are have it in the back of their subconscious somewhere deep down that just because they're going to a, a new promotion that these fighters are not as good as the fighters in the UFC, you are fucking yourself over. That's a, if that's the smallest thought in, in your head, you're fucking yourself over. I think it's more of a I still have a job. I can still do what I've been doing, what I know how to do. And it's just with a different promotion. So now I'm not with the UFC. At least somebody will have me type deal. Yeah, but that got to translate into like actually wanting to be there. Because yeah. I think that I think that the, the fighter fighters don't want to leave UFC for real. Unless you're Demetrius Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Fighters don't just want to. That's what makes me think that it's a little bit like a little bittersweet type thing of like, you know, these guys. I you I was in the UFC. Yeah, you has been for a reason. There's a reason you're not there no more. But next is Wilkinson versus Santos. And I said for Wilkinson to win, he was gonna have to wrestle the shit out of Santos. And that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. He was able to finish all of his fights last year to be the PFL light heavyweight winner. I knew that wasn't gonna happen this time. And what I don't like about this fight is when he was controlling on the ground, he wasn't really doing anything with it. You know, Santos mm-hmm. would throw a kick, throw a punch, and he's just like, no, I cannot take much of this. I, yeah. You know, and, and it's understandable. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to win this fight, but I do think it's going to get to a point where they're going to realize, oh, that takedown was to prevent any more face attacks. He didn't do anything with it. We're going to go mm-hmm. with the person who was doing the attacks in the first place that led to the, yep. the bullshit on the ground. So yeah. she, she is lost it, against it sound like home. a yeah, sound like a drawn board type vibe. Back to the drawn board type vibe, and no, because she's it's like she she's she's the shit. Nah, don't, I know, don't get I know, it twisted. No, no, Holly Holm was just more on her shit that night. No, I'm saying I'm saying like just regrouping, you know, because yeah. like a lot of you know they got new things going on, yeah. and you know sometimes that adjustment period be rough. Yeah, so. but he he's gonna have to have like another fight soon, so. He will have to get it together faster than he thought. All right, next. Yep. Lachne versus Morales. Morales. Lachne versus Marlon Morales. This one was TKO by leg kick. The leg kicks were insane. I don't think I've heard leg kicks hit somebody's leg that loud. By looking at the TV, those were thuds, hard thuds. He was putting heavy hands on, on Marlon. He and, was. And I know Aljamain was only there just to see that. <laughs> so here's, ah! here's my, my take on this. <laughs> I think Marlon, he was very timid. For somebody who was talking that shit about how he was going to knock him out, or how he was going <laughs> to knock Brendan out, he was very timid. But think about this. When you came out right before you got TKO with them leg kicks, he didn't kick you that much. You know why? Because he was on his back feet. And when you were being more active and aggressive, he didn't throw that many leg kicks. That's what you're going to have to do to beat this man. He beat Bubba Jenkins the same way last year in the PFL. And guess what? He cannot throw powerful kicks if he's on his back feet. If y'all are being active and engaging, he can't yeah. throw those kicks. Take that's his be- ass down. That's because he got heavy hands, too. 
So that's why I like the, the kicks are annoying, but at the same time, you getting one two in a, a by a stiff jab. Take he's good. Down. He got he's good and he has the belt for a reason because the he's been able kicks. he's been able to to chop at your legs and then go to the top part. That's what he's been that's has been his game plan. He's chopping at the legs because people are allowing it. They're not moving enough. They're stationary. They're comfortable. I don't know. They're surprised once the first one hits. Stop letting these leg kicks hit. Learn how to check. And you check it one good time, especially the way he's throwing with that power, he will stop. I promise you. If you check it the right way the first time, especially the way he's throwing that power, it's like needing to force with a force. He's going to stop or he's going to regroup and throw it in another round, but not that same round. So keep him on his back feet. Like, just understand that. Stop being complacent. You got to be mobile. You have to adjust to beat this man if he's taking you out with leg kicks, TKO with leg kicks. Not the first time he's done that either. And they got all the footage on it. <laughs> they got all the footage not doing nothing with it. I'm just saying, like, come on. I think I think it's probably just different when they're in there with him because, like, they know that he hits hard. But, like, everybody, like, you could tell somebody, yeah, they hit hard. And then it's still going to be harder than what you fucking ex- what they said <laughs> it's like you said they hit hard but it's harder than what you what you told me <laughs> mm. people gonna always feel like that so that I'm, I'm saying like he hits hard and that really sets up those leg the legs to be active yeah and, it's hard to hit a moving target though yep and marlon was giving him trouble with the movement for for a little bit mm-hmm. when he was really getting moving shout out to brendan law name on getting w Title defense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get, get that many and, and them points, yeah, and them he, points. He got them. So, all right, that was no cap recap for PFL, Bellator, and one championship. But next week is UFC two eight seven, Pereira versus Adesanya two or five, whatever one, <laughs> whichever one we on right now. <laughs> two for the UFC. <laughs> so, but it's, the cards loaded. It's going crazy. Who they got? Jorge, Gilbert Burns, Rob Font, Adrian Giannis, Kevin Holland, the eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old, maybe nineteen-year-old now, Rojas. They're doing it. They doing it. Chris Curtis on the prelims now, which is crazy. Why y'all do that? Why y'all do my man like that? Why y'all put Chris Curtis in the prelims? All right, that's my spiel right there. What am I? He's good. Chris Curtis is a beast. He been he been dogging motherfuckers for a while. I don't know why he about to fight Kevin Gaslam right now, but that's going to be a good look for him. Uh, stay out of your head, Chris Curtis. Just stay out of your head. That's what I can say. That was no cap recap. Next week, we, you know, we going up. We're going to be in Miami with it. We're not going to be in Miami, but we're going to be in Miami with it. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all go rock with us on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you're listening to the Spotify on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, Google Play or Google Podcasts, all of them. Go tune in with us. It's me, Armani T. And this beat in the building, and we out of here. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keeping peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.